This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. So I want to get right to it because Kathy Wood is back with us. You know her well, top performing fund manager, thoughtful observer of our investment world and really our world at large. She is CEO at ARK Invest uh, and also chief investment officer at ARK Invest. She joins us on the phone from Connecticut. Kathy, it is good to have you back with us. Um, first of all, how are you doing? How's everybody at your, you know, at, uh, your, you know, your team doing, your family? I hope everyone's okay. Yes, thank you. Everyone everyone really is doing wonderfully. I mean, we, we had a seamless transition just because we were so digital to begin with. And uh, so everyone, uh, both both of my families, Ark and my family at home. In fact, I'm going to have all three of my children home at the end of this week, which is fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. And I do wonder, you know, you talked about, you know, sort of the, the shift to, to digital, Kathy. Uh, and that certainly has been a theme every time we, we've talked to you. I mean, I do wonder, and we want to get into everything you feel about the investment world, but tell us a little bit about running the firm uh, at this point and sort of what that's like and, and any even like subtle or, or maybe more than subtle changes that you made in terms of managing because you have a very cohesive team. You know, we've talked to you a lot about that over the years and a very engaged team with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been very interesting. I was uh, I was concerned. Uh, we didn't want to lose any of that. And so to this day, every morning meeting, everyone in the firm is on. And uh, we talk, uh, I, I just, we check one of our, um, our, our client PM, he and his wife just had a baby. So, you know, we start the conversation that way, just keep in touch and keep, uh, you know, showing concern for one another. Uh, and then we get into our research meeting. So uh, I, I actually think we've bonded even more closely throughout this ordeal, and our productivity has been incredible. Marketing, uh, you know, marketing launched a completely new website in the middle of all of this. Um, uh, you should take a look. It's really phenomenal. And, uh, and, and our communication, and marketing is key to this, we've been over-communicating. I don't know if people feel that way, but... Uh, their mantra is over communicate, over communicate. So we are, we are, we've become pretty prolific in this time period. I feel like you can't over communicate at a time like this, Kathy. One thing I want to ask you, and then we want to get into your thoughts about the market and what's going on. But you know, you are someone that we do go to to talk about our world being, you know, the innovation that's going on, the disruption that's going on. And I feel like you invest very logically watching those trends, but you also do it with a heart and soul. So I, I have to ask you about, you know, everything that's gone on the last three months and really the last two weeks, you know, how you see it in the discussions you're having with your investment team and, and your employers just generally, you know, your employees generally about how it impacts our world. And I guess ultimately, you know, I get, you know, our investment world at all, uh, you know, as well, it's all connected. Yeah, I I think you know uh, we have a very young team, and yeah. so for those who are in New York and have had to be in New York the whole time, uh, for some of them it's been lonely. That's why I wanted to make sure that uh, we kept engaged, and we we get together many times during the week, different kinds of meetings. But that first one in the morning, I think, is really important just to gauge how everybody's feeling. Um, so uh, I think that many of our employees, though, have gone to their homes, and uh, we have Morocco, we have uh, Germany, we have Canada, uh, and and uh, really, I, I I think we've all worked really hard 
to to you know keep the communication lines completely open. So we have no trouble. We have less trouble getting hold of one another than we did before when we were all in an open space office where there were a few conference rooms. So um, I think our uh, you know our video and uh, we we use Teams, Microsoft, right. just because uh, for for security reasons. But um, we've been using Zoom as well depending on the call. So, I mean, I think these tools have improved our productivity enormously. Kathy, you're someone who invests in a lot of the big tech names, right? We've talked about Amazon. We've talked about Tesla. We've talked about so many of them. A lot of them have also been very vocal about, especially, we just talked about Jeff Bezos and what he has talked about, Black Lives Matter, and kind of an exchange he's had with some folks on social media. And I do wonder, you know, as you look at big tech and their response, and maybe their responsibilities to society, you know, as a whole, I just wonder how you see it. Well, um, you know, the... Obviously, I think compassion is the order of the day, and I think showing compassion for, you know, the communities and the people, and I think it's all of us, actually, Mm, have been hurt and distraught over all of this. Um, That's been important. We, um, if you you were to take a look at our team page uh, at arc-invest.com, you will see how diverse a team we have and how we all had to rally around each other. And... Uh, you'll also see the statement we put up, and uh, you will see uh, you you won't see some things that you might expect to see because we don't want to get caught in a crossfire, a political crossfire, so to speak. Uh, we just want to lay it out there. We're doing. We're certainly talking the talk at Ark Invest uh, uh, in terms of the kind of team. And I have never had a better team, never. I think the diversity has been phenomenal for us. So, you know, we like to lead by example. That's certainly what I think we're doing now. Uh, We weren't afraid to make a statement. uh, uh, And, you know, many asset managers, I think, stay away from all of this completely. Uh, We felt it was important, especially uh, given who we are and what we were going through. But other than that, you know, I I think there is a lot of politics going on, and we don't want to get caught in the middle of the politics. So as you look at your key holdings, what do you make of the way some of your companies have reacted? To sort of circle back uh, to some of the things that Carol was saying, because, you know, CEOs do feel, especially CEOs of consumer-facing companies, do feel compelled to, to speak out. We've only got about a minute left, and then we're going to continue the conversation. Yeah, well, what happened during the, the teeth of the coronavirus is algorithms were out there aiming for uh, companies with uh, low cash buffers and, and higher cash burn. And they, because growth companies often are in that situation, they took some of our stocks to the cleaners, and we bought them up <laughs> uh, aggressively to you, Invitae, Zillow, and they have been some of our best stocks. They're great opportunities. And they're all, they're all, all of the stocks we're involved with are salute, include solutions to the problems we're having today. Uh, and so, you know, it was innovation gains traction during yeah. tough times. We have quoted you a lot about that um, throughout the last three months because uh, as, as whether it's healthcare or other systems are certainly being disrupted and, and that's when you bring about change. So, Kathy, you were talking about some of the moves that you made based on essentially what the algos did in the depths of all of this. And 
we just heard Charlie Pellet talk about the amazing rebound of the S&P. Take us a little more inside some of these trades and help us understand how you make those decisions, because we know from talking to you over the years, you make decisions with conviction uh, and and with a, a lot of enthusiasm, uh, to say the least. Help us understand the process and, and some of the decisions you made about specific names. Yeah, sure, Jason. Um, it's during risk-off periods that we get some of our best opportunities. So we have a five-year time horizon. All of our forecasts are based on learning curves and cost declines that are pretty consistent over time. And, uh, and, and so that's where our conviction starts. But during crises, what happens is a lot of investors uh, really try to get back to their benchmarks. They, 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 they figure that's uh, a low-risk place to be. Uh, and so what they're doing is they are usually selling our stocks, which are either not in indexes or they're very small parts of indexes. And, um, and there's, you know, our stocks go on sale. This particular time, algorithms came through. I saw them. I, we, I was watching them in real time. It was fascinating. Uh, and they were, they were shooting, uh, at companies that involve solutions to the problems we're having. To You is an online education company. It is so busy right now. It doesn't know what to, I mean, it does know it's a very well-managed company, but they can't believe uh, how busy they are. That stock went from $30 to $11.5 in two weeks when we know it's one of the solutions to our problems. We piled into that. Invite, a molecular diagnostic testing company, same, same thing. Uh, small cash cushion, cash burn, uh, algos went after it, and... Uh, uh, I think it was down 30, 40% uh, as well. Um, Square, Tesla, we can use Tesla. Tesla mm-hmm. had gotten almost to $1,000 earlier this year. It dropped all the way down to $350. We bought it up to 10% every time it dropped below 10%. We can only buy up to 10%. And look today, it hits an all-time closing high at uh, 950 roughly. So, in a very short period of time, what was very clear to us is that this, this coronavirus was going to make uh, a lot of companies, it was going to throw them into turmoil uh, while it was going to turbocharge some of our companies. So just take Tesla. Uh, you've got the traditional auto companies. Now they are pulling back on their EV budgets and cruise automation for GM laying off, uh, I think, 9% of its employees. Uh, today... Unlike one year ago, practically to this day, um, when people were saying Tesla was going to run out of cash and it was selling at $180, Tesla's balance sheet looks like a fortress with $8 billion in cash, and it's moving into exponential growth curve because it's taking so much share. China's numbers today, Tesla, number one EV manufacturer in China, even though there are about 100 manufacturers going after EVs, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and you can't, like, ignore the numbers. And listen, I usually, when we bring you on, Kathy, I mean, I was looking at some of your funds. I mean, it's just remarkable and consistently, you know, I think innovation, the ARC innovation's up around 28, maybe a little bit more. I think I was looking as of closing numbers on Friday. Um, ARC Next Generation is up 34% this year. Genomic Revolution ETF is up 34 I mean, you consistently, your targets, your picks, they definitely perform. I do wonder when you look at this time, and again, as you've said to us, during times of stress and turmoil, we see more disruption happening. You just talked about, you made the case for Tesla. What what else is happening now that you think 
longer term are going to be those smart investment plays, and those are going to be those companies that are going to kind of rise up out of this disruption. Okay. Uh, another one I would add is Square mm-hmm. uh, and uh, PayPal as well, but I think our conviction in Square is higher. Uh, I think uh, many people were learned or were surprised to learn that one of the most serious virus spreaders out there is not cash, but credit and debit cards. And so this idea of contactless payment, digital wallets, I think is uh, gaining momentum. And the more we dig into the cost of acquisition for a Square Cash App uh, customer or a Venmo customer versus a bank, a traditional bank, the more we're sure that traditional banks are going to be disintermediated and disrupted in a way that they do not now expect. Uh, There's a, a network effect taking place with, uh, if you think about it, the, the, the vir- vir- virality of these uh, digital wallets is, is uh, it's taking place twice as fast as social networking did in the early days of Facebook and, uh, and Google. And the reason is, while uh, children didn't want their parents to follow them on Facebook, they are quite happy to have them in their payments ecosystem <laughs> to send their allowance every once in a while. So, so true. Yeah. I can know. 100% <laughs> confirm that that is true. And the mockery that I faced when I initially couldn't Venmo my kids was withering, to yes, say the least. Yes, yes, exactly. All right. So what used to take two years for a social network to accomplish is taking one year for Cash App and Ven to, Venmo to accomplish. We've done some fabulous work there. Just uh, Max Friedrich just uh, published our white paper on uh, Square Cash yeah. App and Mo versus Banks. Um, we All also, right. Well, we're uh, get, I, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. Kathy Wood, we, uh, as always, could talk to you for hours on end, but we really appreciate you taking some time today from Connecticut. CEO, CIO of ARK Invest, Kathy Wood. Uh, top performer. I mean, yeah. we talk about it all the time, and, well, and you're right. We, we quote her uh, frequently constantly. about disruption.